Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time for us, we being those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. I am in a studio. He is Jeff Smith. He is at the Golf Cave, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. That is where you're at, right? That is yeah. exactly where I am. I'm telling you what. I had a day full of teaching golf, and after this show, I get another day full. It just seems like I just keep having those. <laughs> they just keep coming and coming and coming, man. One so after the other. But yeah. You know, I see some common traits in these golfers. We got to talk about it this show. Yeah, we we have got to. We are going to talk about the uh, the the minutia, the minuscule, oh the things that can have. Oh, I don't know. Let's say a PGA Tour pro hit a three hundred and seventy four yard drive, followed by an eight. <laughs> by by four putting from three feet away um that was brutal to watch it, wasn't well, it mm, it was like man that looks like me <laughs> i can do that i can do that oh man there you know but every time we see a u.s open mm-hmm. we see a blooper reel and there are so many times where here's a, a famous player who has won two U.S. Opens back-to-back on the 18th hole on Sunday, and he's near the green in the hay and essentially just D-Cell flubs it into the bunker right in front of him. Yeah. That was rough to watch. Yeah, it was. because you, you Close don't... to the top. Yep. Had he finished that hole well, he would have had a shot at making a lot more money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he you, you could see just the the enjoyment of the day drained from his face immediately you could tell he didn't want to be there it was like can i just not go, after that one can i just go home now yeah <laughs> you know? right can we forget this ever happened but there is Do a we need to fix this hole <laughs> yeah there, there is there is a headline i saw though that i think we need to go back and ask them to change it was phil mickelson celebrates john rom's u.s open win with his wife <laughs> Yes, John Rahm's probably needs to be rewritten. <laughs> it, it certainly <laughs> does. It certainly does. We're going to talk about the little itty bitty things that if you change, you can improve dramatically, or if you change, you can screw up dramatically. One way or the other, sometimes it only takes an itty bitty bit of difference. Yeah. Hang out. We'll be right back and explain it all. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Okay, so I'm at my annual checkup at the doctor, and he looks at me and goes, John, how am I going to get you to eat more fish? Come on. I know it's more healthy. I know I need to get omega-3s and proteins by eating fish, but what am I supposed to do? He handed me this brochure, and he said, here, my wife just got this for us. It's great. It's the Wild Alaskan Company. You know, they deliver high-quality, sustainably sourced, wild-caught seafood right to your door. And you can choose from salmon, whitefish, or get a combination and every month, there are different specials to explore, too. Now, each shipment contains premium, wild-caught, individually-wrapped portions of delicious seafood, and they're very easy to cook, too. Wild Alaskan Company seafood is, is how nature intended it to be. It's always wild, never farmed or modified, and it contains no antibiotics. 
And right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash golfguys. That's wildalaskancompany.com slash golfguys. $15 off your first box. Have current events affected the ability for you to pay your bills? Has your credit card debt overwhelmed you? Has your income decreased because you're working less or have you lost your job? Credit Guard of America may be able to help you find a solution to this problem. We offer a free, no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Guard of America is an A-plus rated nonprofit company that will work on your behalf. Credit Guard of America is licensed in all 50 states and has counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Let us help you analyze and prioritize your debt. Negotiate with your creditors to reduce interest and payments. Set up one affordable monthly payment and provide ongoing education and support. Call now for a free no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. It is us, those weekend golf guys. Uh, Another day of listening intently to improve your golf game. No matter how well you play or how badly you think you play, after today, you're going to be better. Because we have discovered, well, we haven't discovered. I mean, it's not like a big secret. But we are going to discuss those itty-bitty changes that sometimes you can make to improve substantially. And sometimes, without knowing it, you've changed something and it messes up everything. Case in point. I have extolled the virtues multiple times on this program about how well I am using, and I'm still calling it my new driver, probably will for the next decade. All right. Well, because the last one was two decades old, so this one definitely <laughs> is the new driver. Yeah, this, this will be an improvement. At one point, there were only two golf courses. One was called the old course. <laughs> <laughs> then they built a new one. And yet today, it is still called the the new new course. course. (laughs) Okay. Soon to become. Point that out. There's reason for that, folks. (laughs) Soon to become the not-so-old course. We have have two people on this radio show. One of them is the old guy. Uh And then the other. Oh, wait. Sorry. The not-so-old guy. (laughs) That would make me the new new guy. You can just be the not-quite-so-old guy. Just make sure we emphasize the quite. Uh, but getting back to it, that driver has has improved my driving substantially, both in distance and direction and accuracy. Okay? Yeah. And also learning how to use it has, well, yeah. has, has improved that too. But I have found that sometimes the ball becomes – the ball flight becomes rather erratic. Not Not erratic – in that I don't know where it's going, but erratic in a repeatable way. And I found out by just paying attention that there's, you know how we have talked about the Goldilocks zone? Yes. Where things are just right. When I set that club up, when I address the ball with that driver, if it is too far behind the ball by millimeters at address, it is not going to fly anywhere where I am aiming. (laughs) and it is just millimeters. I move it a little bit closer to the ball, bam, straight, far, right where I was aiming it. 
And it's it's almost an imperceptible difference. Well, it's not imperceptible because I, I noticed it, but, but it's 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 a very negligible difference. Let's put it that way. Is, you know, that, is that possible? Before we get, yeah, it is possible. And before we get into that, I'm still getting my mind wrapped around it. And I'm, and I'm sure that some of our listeners, many of them who pay attention diligently to every word that we say. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I'm still having trouble getting my mind wrapped around something you said just a little moment ago when you said it was, it was really erratic in a repeatable way. <laughs> so having said that, I'm still getting... Well, I might have to go through the commercial break to get that one out of my head. <laughs> oh, come on. You've known me long enough to be able to translate. Come on. I know, but I think the funny part was then you followed it up and it was in such an imperceptible way, but yet you perceived it. So, yes, folks, we are those weekend detail-oriented guys. <laughs> but get to getting to the detail, right? Here you are talking about this. This minute thing, mm-hmm. right? This, where was your club sitting behind the golf ball thing? And yet that means something different to you, like when you move it one way or the other, right? It starts the, the backswing in it from a different location, mm-hmm. technically speaking, it, yep. thus throwing off the thus perfect timing you had from that other location. Mm-hmm. It changes right? so the arc too, doesn't it? It changes little bitty things, right? Yeah. So let's just point out a few other things that change little bitty things that matter to the flight of the golf ball. Okay. Like the, oh, let's say the one eighth of an inch difference that you put your hands on the club each and every time, that they're a little tiny bit different, which means how you touch the club is a tiny bit different. And how you deliver the face of the club will then be a tiny bit different. That's even if the ball is in the same place. Mm -hmm. That's even if. You're aligned in the same location time and time again. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Here we go. The tangled web is unwinding right now, isn't it? It's, it's, oh, I mean, my gosh. I could change something a little tiny bit in my left hand, and that would change the the position of my club face mm-hmm. at impact. Yes, it would. Yeah. <laughs> and a little um, bit of a difference a in that can, can right translate hand. to a big difference in ball flight. Well, it always does, right? Because yeah. at point zero. Right where club meets ball, that's that's impact point. That's where the ball begins to move. So that's the point of origin of that flight. Right, and the angles that it leaves that flight are different from time to time. If my left hand's a little tiny bit different, or if my right hand's a tiny bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Ooh. What if my hands are the same, John? But the club face, as I hold the club, is a little tiny bit different. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. We got trouble. And what happens if your uh, feet are not in the exact same position they were the last time you uh, swung? Right. Because guess what? We're humans. We alter things. Mm-hmm. And then we do it with that biggest club in the bag. You know, that one that sends it, oh, let's say careening off sideways <laughs> more often than not. Mm-hmm. You know, I got news for you. I could make a complete career off of fixing people's ball flight only by fixing the details of impact. Yeah. I imagine. I honestly could fix so much golf in people. If I only focused on that all the time, what was the left hand? What was the right hand? What was the club face? What was the ball position? What was the posture? Ooh, posture. Yet another one. (laughs) Really? Oh, yes, folks. Posture. Oh yeah. That's right. Your shoulders get so high off the ground 
and then lower to the ground. They get closer or farther from the ball. And then the arms, what are the arms doing as a result of that? Oh, no. Sometimes they're a little longer. Sometimes they're a little shorter. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they bend a little bit more. Uh Oh, here we go with all these change of angle things. Mm -hmm. Boy, I could make a career off of this. I thought you had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did you for need we remind you what you do for a living, sir? (laughs) Well, yeah, I do. But sometimes I also am the psychologist. I got to do one of those today, too. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Okay. This this is important. Yeah, there, there is uh, something else we're going to have to address uh, either if we have enough time here or come back after the break and do it. But but you have basically now just um, just bummed out probably everybody who's listening going, oh, my goodness. And I thought I was getting better. Oh. <laughs> How about so, this one? When when they all think that it's just, you know, and they start to realize it could be these details, they stop. Um, well, let's say. People come to me a lot and they seem to come together with this slew of predetermined things that they think is going on. And then we just start to check a few things beforehand and get some details right. And then all of a sudden they're no longer talking about this slew of things that they thought was going on because then the ball starts going away and they're like, oh, I guess it wasn't this thing. So let's describe where this thing seems to come from, this idea or this, let's say, cluster of ideas that they continue to reach back into this, oh, let's say it's their back pocket, this deep, dark recess of a back pocket. And they pull this idea out. From the conglomeration of accepted golf wisdom? Something like that, yeah. yes. And they, and they say things like, well, I must be early extending, or I didn't stay down on it. Yeah. Or which is kind of the same thing. I'm casting. Or I must have cast that one. Yeah. Or I did this. And they come up with, oh, it's it's a it's a it's an, an unending stream of things. Mm-hmm. I have this flag. I got <laughs> I got this flag. It's a fun flag. It somewhat appears to be a big mess of melted-ish Hershey's kisses <laughs> with a with a, one of those little red circles with a slash mark through it. <laughs> right. And it's a red flag, and I wave it around a lot. <laughs> and I go, seems to be wrong here, folks. <laughs> yeah. And they look at me, and they're laughing. And they're like, you got to be kidding me. He's flying the BS flag. Yeah, he, yes, I am. He throws the flag, calls a 15-yard penalty for bad thinking. <laughs> That's right. And then he's going to explain to you when we come right back how he fixes it. I hope, because he's got me all confused. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golf guys. 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose. Is it surprising? Of course not, because you're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts. They've got more tools and more time, and you don't stand a chance. That's why I love Stat Hero. This is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. It's it's one to one. Stat Hero shows you their lineup and dares you to beat them. So it's you versus the house head to head fantasy matchups. I did the U.S. Open. They told me who they had. I picked who I wanted. My guys are going to beat theirs. 
It is easy, and I am in control. Stat Hero, daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Go to stathero.com slash golfguys and sign up for free. Do it right now. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match, and that's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash golfguys. Stathero.com slash golfguys. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas, and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lake Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You know you can go online and get recipes from the best restaurants in the, in the world, right? And you can u- use that same recipe and you can use the same ingredients and you can try it and you go, man, at the restaurant it tasted so much better than this. What's the difference? The difference is the quality of the kitchen tools. Your professional chef has access to the best kitchen tools and... So do you now. With Made In's professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone's capable of making restaurant quality food at home. Made In produces professional quality cookware for those who love to cook directly to you without the markup. Right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with the promo code GOLFGUYS. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to madeincookware.com slash golfguys and use the promo code GOLFGUYS for 15% off your first order. Madeincookware.com slash golfguys. Use promo code GOLFGUYS. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. And when last we left, Jeff Smith had probably made you feel like there was no hope. There was, there was nothing you could do that you were destined for bad golf for the rest of your life. But alas, dear friend, it may not be true. I hope. Well, <laughs> the truth is, is that it's probably not true. Oh, yay. Woof. Unless, of course, your name is... <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. He started to laugh thinking I was going to say John Ashton, but yet I was not. Oh, no. But thanks for bringing up the idea. (laughs) So the reality of it is this. There's a golf ball sitting on the ground, and there are things that you're going to do, right? You're going to stand over it. You're going to bend down. You're going to get in your athletic posture. You're going to put your hands on the club, and you're going to have them on there at some certain angle. And you're going to swing back and deliver the club down to that golf ball at some certain angle. And the club face is going to come in facing some certain angle. And you know what? If we started to clean up those angles so that the club would come in more toward your target line with a face club face facing more toward your target line, life gets better with a golf ball because you can start to predict where it goes. So a lot of times I'm just checking the angles first. I want to make sure 
that how the player moves, I test that and I figure out how they're going to deliver it on some angle. Their arms are going to swing in and mm-hmm. we do all that stuff mm-hmm. and go, okay, what is this player going to repeat? Because oddly enough, John, you had mentioned this thing earlier before about this erratic thing that repeats. <laughs> <laughs> so right. all we're trying to do is clean up the eradicated part of that. Right. right? It's predictably unpredictable. <laughs> That's exactly right. So what I do is I just kind of figure out how this person's going to deliver the club into the golf ball best. Right. And then we figure out how do we make them repeat it? And then all of a sudden, what do we got to do to change an angle here or there, like an angle of swing del- delivery mm-hmm. or an angle of club face? that at the moment it runs into that golf ball produces a ball flight that they like and that they can repeat and do again. And you know what? In about 10 minutes, that part's done. Mm-hmm. And people go, oh, wait a minute. I thought I was doomed. I thought I was banished to, to the rough forever, mm-hmm. never to see a fairway again. <laughs> and yet, that and is it, not the there, case. There you are. <laughs> That's right. So fixing angles and how club faces match swing paths. And I check these things and these are things players could check themselves. So here we go, John, let's say that I'm using you as an example. Before we get in there, can I ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is there a constant? Is there one thing that you work on first and then everything else? A great question because it's a kind of a staple in how I go about things. Okay, cool. I want to make sure that the landing spot of the club is consistent. Okay. John, you're holding a club in your hand. Mm Mm-hmm. If I took away a golf ball and I threw down something else onto the, to the mat or on stuck it in the ground Mm -hmm. and you could swing and make a golf swing and you could land that club on that spot. And that was a repeatable thing. That's where I start. Mm -hmm. I have done that with you with a dime. Uh Uh-huh. I know dimes and pennies and such, right? Before you got cheap and used pennies. Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But see, I I watched you and I thought, no, (laughs) I'm losing too many dimes. <laughs> I look those things down going, wait a minute, 10 of these, I'm down a buck. I got a problem. <laughs> so once that happens, now we start to deliver it in a certain direction. So I put down a handful more and right. then people start to swing through them. And they have this visual track of where they're going to move their club through right at the bottom. And once they can do that, it usually takes a minute or two before they're clobbering other things down there. And then all of a sudden they have a predictable swing delivery angle. Well, then we start to throw a ball in there. Next thing you know, they're hitting it in the middle of the face, mm-hmm. moving the club through that path, landing it at that right spot. And all of a sudden they're going, oh my gosh, this guy's a genius. I'm actually striking the ball well. Yeah. Well, then it's a matter of how we manage the face of the club at that time. And once we manage the club face, so it, it swings through that track. Mm-hmm. And then the face is pointed where we want it. Mm-hmm. Ball goes on target. And they look at me like, okay, do I pay you now? Or <laughs> we, we keep going. <laughs> so I always take the money then. And then we keep, and then we keep going. And then we keep going. Is it? <laughs> but here's the other part. This is what I talk to a, a lot of the younger teachers about, the new guys, is once that moment happens and they have this epiphany, because they all do. Mm-hmm. And they realize how simple I've just made it. And realize how repeatable I've just made it. And they think that I'm a genius at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I do then? Schedule the next lesson. I was going to say, <laughs> sign them up for a long-term commitment. There we go. Sign them up for the next lesson. You right. learn that from your chiropractor friends. You, you go, hey, uh, how's your short game working? Right. <laughs> Hitting your pot. 
because all of a sudden you got the same thing going on. Right. You work on things and you make that part of the game better too. And they go, Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. my driver's better. My short game's better. My irons are better. My putting's better. Let's take them to the golf course. Mm -hmm. Let's put it all together. So the, the reality of this is these small little details, these seemingly unimportant angles are oh so important. Yeah. And people forget this stuff because they're too busy thinking about what they saw on television. They saw this player who just won this tournament and look at all the motion that he's got and the type of motion that he's got. And everybody goes, Oh, I didn't do that because yeah. that guy won with that. Yeah. So I can do that. And then they forget about the guy who won last week who doesn't do that. He does something else. Yeah. Let me give you two words that describe that Rory McElroy. Yeah. Rory McElroy saw how much distance DeChambeau was getting and decided yeah. he was going to work on his swing speed. At the time, Rory was number four in distance on tour, but working That's five foot nine inches tall. Yeah. But working on that, that change different. screwed up everything. Yeah. And he, he started missing cuts and stuff. Yeah. I mean, so what I'm saying is it's, it's basically a, a disease that happens to everybody, even professionals. You look at somebody doing something, what you perceive to be much better than you're doing it. It's a difference between the concept and the mechanics. The concept is making the correct connection to the club face and the ball. The mechanics changes from person to person. The concept does not. It does. It does. It matters. It changes from person to person. John, you and I standing in the same room, everybody who would look at the two of us in the same room and you put a golf club in your hand, a golf club in my hand would instantly realize that we do it differently. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you tried to come do what I do, or if I tried to come and do what you do, we would both be screwed up for who we are. Mm -hmm. We'd be chasing something we can't find. Right. Really difficult. Yep. Right. Yep. So here's another thing that people mess up on these angles to, to wrap this whole thing up. I said posture and I said grip. Left mm-hmm. hand and right hand, club face, all mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. Ball position. Mm. Yeah. Ball position. Very important. Because here we are talking about chasing things. Well, what if you move the ball about a half a ball one direction or the other from its normal regular position for that club? Yeah, either your well, swing's going to change. You're making a different angle of a golf swing to go get it. That's right. Changes the, changes the speed that you go get it. Changes the... The angles when it comes in, it changes the face angle. It changes everything. Yep. So understanding your best ball position, there's a lot of them, John, that you could throw a ball down there and hit a lot of them once the club is back up the top of your backswing. Right. And you're, you're athlete enough. Yes, I said it. You are <laughs> athlete enough to reach down and swipe down and smack about five different ball positions. Yeah. And you could make contact. Yeah. And the angle of the swing would be off mm-hmm. from each and every one of them would be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the angle of the club face would be off on each and every one of them. They'd mm-hmm. be different, mm-hmm. and the ball would go in different places each and every time. Right, and you know you'd go crazy. Yeah, all because you changed your ball position. Yeah, yeah. But then there are times you're going when, out there chasing after it when changing ball position is necessary because you got it in yeah. the wrong place to begin with. Yes, sir. Based so on some, the other stuff you're doing. That's right. So sometimes moving a golf ball. And be the fix instead mm-hmm. of just the problem. Yeah. 
See, that, that's why of, that's why I asked earlier if there is a constant. Is there one thing that you get to do all the time and can then base all the other adjustments off of that thing? Yeah. And it's and it's landing spot. Okay. Because you know what people learn about landing spot really fast once they do it. You take away a golf ball and you start sticking something down there. It shocks me how many people put the penny in the exact same spot. Mm-hmm. And then they start to hit it. And then I ask one question, why aren't you putting your golf ball there? And they look at me like, did you have to do that to me? (laughs) Did you have to make it that simple? Did you have to point that out? Well, you seem to be passing your club through there pretty easily. I think I'd put the ball there if I were you. They look at me like, you you can sarcastic SOB. And you expect me to pay you for this? And then I just point up to the screen and show them their ball flight on the launch monitor. And I go, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's up to you. Totally. (laughs) You know, I sit there, you know, it's like, it's like the guy pointing at the scoreboard when he's taunting the other, other team player. Uh Look at the scoreboard. (laughs) (laughs) Had had a great time played with uh, one of my uh, more wise guy ish friends. (laughs) And we both hit a very, a very nice drive on the same hole. And we were in the cart together and we were driving up there and the two balls were really probably 25 yards apart, one here and one 25 yards further down the fairway. And I said, um, oh, which one's yours? And he said, well, he said, you see that super Walmart that's between them? I'm the one on the farther end. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I went to the first ball and looked down and I went, oh, lo and behold, this one's yours. <laughs> I'm the one, the other end of that super Walmart. (laughs) That felt so good. Felt so good. Uh, But again, I just want to point out that what basically I have heard and Jeff has heard and has agreed to is that too many of us try to hit the ball instead of swing the club. Have agreed to that. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. Because we hear it all the time. Yeah. So we can uh, expound on that a little bit more and give you a few extra tips on how to fix what might be ailing you at the moment. When we come right back, we are the Weekend Golf Guys. Hang with us. I'd say the perfect end to a round of golf is, of course, a round of drinks. What do you prefer to drink? You know, a lot of us in the past few years have been going with the Arnold Palmer. You know, that combination of brewed iced tea and lemonade. Some people say, well, that's not quite enough of a kick. Well, how about this? Arnold Palmer Spiked. The same fresh brewed tea, the same real fruit juice with 5% ABV. Now you're talking. It is going to be your go-to drink all summer long. You can have it at the lake, on the links, Anywhere you're going to be this summer, nothing beats an Arnold Palmer Spike for refreshment. Tastes so good. Find Arnold Palmer Spike in a store near you at arnoldpalmerspikes.com slash golfguys. That'll tell you where to go to get it. Or you can go to Drizzly and Instacart and look for it there. That's arnoldpalmerspikes.com slash golfguys. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. I really want to go down to the Dominican Republic to play golf. But before I go, I want to learn Spanish. I don't want to be one of those ugly American tourists that expects everybody to uh, adapt to me. Remember Spanish in high school? Donde es la biblioteca? Like, I'm going to walk into Santo Domingo when I get to the Dominican Republic, and the first thing I'm going to do is ask where the library is. Thanks to Babbel... 
the number one selling language learning app. I have an addictively fun and easy way to learn that Spanish now. You can learn a language too, whether you want one for traveling abroad or just connecting in a deeper way with some of your family or relatives. You just have some free time and say, hey, it'll be cool to learn what? I don't know, Italian, French, German, Spanish? They have over 14 languages to choose from at Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you will get an additional three months free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code GOLFGUYS. B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code GOLFGUYS. For an extra three months free, Babbel, it's language for life. And thanks for hanging, coming back. I mean, what, what have we fixed? I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I'm the guy on the radio. He's the guy that can make you play better. And he has, in the last oh, about, what, 25 minutes or so, you have just explained chapter and verse. I would think that one of the things that you're probably going to say now, I would hope, <laughs> is that... Are that, you baiting me? I am. <laughs> that if you, if you developed a pre-shot routine... Because that's another thing a lot of us heard them repeat over and over again during the coverage of the U.S. Open, uh, especially with um, Louis, is when he's putting, especially, he does everything the same way every time. Have you not seen televised golf before? Oh, yeah. But I mean, so so many of us who, who... All these players do that. Yeah. But so many of us who don't play for money don't. We take a few practice swings and we think that's a pre-shot routine. So I ask an awful lot of the players that come to me, have you not seen televised golf before? (laughs) And they look at me and they're like, well, yes. And I said, have you ever paid attention to the (laughs) fact that every one of these players, they have their thing that they do. Yeah. Not necessarily the same for every player, but every player. But it's the same every time. Has their same thing that yeah. They do all the time. And I said, it seems very ritualistic. Yeah. It seems to take about the same amount of time. Yep. If there's a waggle or two involved, there's always a waggle or two involved. If they set it down with their right hand, they always set it down with their right hand. Mm-hmm. If they go up and they spin the club twice before they put it down, they always spin the club twice. If they check their alignment and pull their shirt sleeve up, then they always check their alignment and pull their shirt sleeve up. Have you not seen that these great players have created something that makes them stand over it the same way all the time? They have a routine. Mm -hmm. And when something happens, like cameras click, people cough, people say stupid things, Mm -hmm. like whatever they're going to say before the player does, and then he stops and he backs up and he looks very disgusted at the crowd. Yep, and he does it all again. In points, the guy... (laughs) And then starts his routine all over again. And they're like, yes, okay, I get it. I don't need to go through all that. I'm like, find a routine. Mm-hmm. And, and I always tell them, look, I don't really care what the routine involves. But I do care that it gets you mentally ready to hit the shot. You've tuned everything else out and you're ready to go. It gets you physically in the same positions to hit the shot. And you are now focused on your target. If yeah. it gets you those three things, I really don't care if there's a backflip involved. <laughs> yeah, that is the point of, of the, the, the round where you're supposed to make sure that the ball is in the right place. 
Make sure that your feet are where they should be. Make sure that club face is aligned properly with both your target and the ball. I mean, that's you don't you don't take that all for granted yet. You check it each and every time. And you know who doesn't check it very often? Who? It's people people who come to me. Uh-huh. And then when they leave me, they check it <laughs> they're checking all the time it. <laughs> because there are all these little details that make things go badly when they're sloppy and they don't create mm-hmm. a routine exactly. that has all these little checks in them. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So does that mean you need that 18 point checklist in your head? No, it doesn't. It means you need to practice. I know I said it, didn't I, John? Yes, I knew you, did. you couldn't get by with it with saying it. I know, right? but it didn't. You need it, to practice the routine. It doesn't hurt anymore. Okay. When you say practice. It's no longer like a knife in your temple? No. It's no longer that? I can even say it without hurting now. Wow. And I may be able well, to do good. it sometime in the not-too-distant future. You mean say it? Do it. No, I can say oh, it. I can say wow. it. It's just, you know, doing it. Wow. That's next on the list. Yeah, well, <laughs> way down the list, apparently. <laughs> Some people will but believe no. anything. <laughs> so the point is, is that in that routine, all my players have learned the importance of the alignment and the ball position and the posture and the left-hand grip and the right-hand grip and mm-hmm. the checking of the club face mm-hmm. and the checking of the freedom of motion that they have. Right. 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 Because those are things that massively affect the strike. And believe me, the strike is what everybody cares about the most. And here's what I mean by this. Your emotions are tied directly to your strike. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, John, that you hit it low on the club face, two grooves low, bottom board it, so to speak, right? right. You hit it really thin, mm-hmm. but yet it streaks off the club face and goes dead straight toward your hole. And it bounces twice, bounces up onto the green and rolls up within 10 feet. You've just got a great outcome. But you know what you did as soon as you struck it? You were cursing. Yes. <laughs> because it's felt terrible. Yeah. And you yeah. thought, oh, that was a crap swing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was crap contact. Yeah. And you know that's what you were doing. You got lucky with the outcome. Yeah. Right? But you know. So your your negative emotions are tied directly to that strike, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so how about the positive ones? How about the one where you flush it right away and you strike it and you instantly, before you even look up to know, you're instantly smiling inside going, I got that one. It was pure and you're happy, right? Instantly, no matter how irritated you were about anything in life prior to that shot, as soon as you strike it, boom, instant satisfaction Mm -hmm. is Yep. Even if the outcome of the shot turns out I hit the wrong club, it came, gust of wind got it, knocked it down the water, you don't care. Nope. Because you flushed it. It felt good, man. It felt good. Right. So that's what I'm saying is your emotions in the game are tied directly to the strike. Mm-hmm. So I know that I make people happy when I work on those stinking little details of impact, ball position, mm-hmm. alignment. Left hand grip, right hand grip, checking the club face. Come on, Jeff, what are we doing? Until they hit the next shot and they go, Wow, uh, what yeah. what happened? Yeah. That was, was great. I'm like, I know. So what what he And they just, don't go think about that. No. They don't think about that, but they put it together real fast. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I just stand there smir- smirking at him. And they look back at me like, he already knew that was going to happen. <laughs> he's like, he's like predicting the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah, he has much. just, just proven is the point of this whole hour together today is it's the little things that make the big differences. They are little things, big differences. Yeah. Is there any way somebody can make these changes? I I don't want to make this a commercial for getting lessons, but I would assume that there's really no way you can do that without going to somebody who can look at you outside of yourself and say, this is the little minuscule changes needed to be made. It's pretty tough for people to assess it correctly themselves mm-hmm. without feedback. Mm-hmm. So why don't we go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com, thoseweekendgolfguys.com Facebook page. Okay, so Facebook.com. I will make a video tomorrow. Okay. Right. I'll make a video tomorrow. Okay. And we'll put it up on the Facebook page. Okay. And I'll talk to people about how they can check themselves. Oh, cool. Okay. So that way, for those listeners who aren't going anywhere for golf lessons and don't want to reach out to me for some reason, they they haven't done it yet, Mm -hmm. to reach out directly to me so I can contact them and help them through my Iconic app. Right. Just go to the the video. Go to the Facebook page. I'll put it out there. Check a couple things you could look at. Oh, and just say, okay, we'll do that. Can I deliver this? Yes or no. Yeah. And I'll make a five, five minute video. We'll put it up on the, on the site up there okay. and we'll go, Hey, check it out. That's it at facebook.com slash golf guys. It'll be there as yeah. of tomorrow. Um, I do want to, to revisit one thing you said, however, and just tell you a little story. Um, my wife came down from, from upstairs watching a movie. It's time for dinner. And she came down and I had the U.S. Open on. Usually she comes down and she goes, oh, sports, can we watch something else? Well, this time, for some reason, she sat down and Russell Henley was in a bunker. <laughs> and he did his little waggle. <laughs> and she giggled. <laughs> and I said, what? She said, you didn't see that? And I said, see what? She said, oh, rewind it. <laughs> She said, that little thing, what do you call that thing he does with his butt? <laughs> and I said, I said, a waggle. She said, do you do that? And I said, every golfer does that. She said, really? And sat there and watched <laughs> for the next 45 minutes <laughs> entranced <laughs> at the butt waggles <laughs> at the U.S. Open. <laughs> She said, you know, I bet you if they put a whole real video together of just those butt waggles, more women would watch this game. <laughs> oh, that's priceless. I said, okay, honey, we'll send that off to the USGA and see what they think. <laughs> so, Well, that's pretty interesting. So did you, uh, did you venture – a little risky conversation. Like, can I start watching the LPGA now? <laughs> I, did, I did not want to plant that seed in her head. <laughs> not at all. But I mean that, that again, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, 
don't don't adopt a butt waggle now on your pre-shot routine just because you think the chicks dig it. Okay, <laughs> but but it is something that a lot of guys have in their routine, and it is I would imagine just to make sure that they feel balanced and comfortable. Right, it goes back to the posture thing. It does, right? It, it it goes directly to posture because that is one of the things, right? You are setting yourself up athletically, and that means athletic flow, and that means a little bit of body movement, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Instead of standing there rigid, which we see lots of people doing that. I know. Right? You see the people out there, they get on the tee box. Next thing you know, they're a statue for about five seconds, and you go, ooh, this is going to turn out well. <laughs> 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 right? Yeah. John internally is going, oh, no, I have to count now. (laughs) One, two, two. There's there's something that that I learned from you, and and that is if I I keep my my wrist, and again, it's part of the the routine, but I, I, I do a little wrist thingy. Not not a full swing, just just move my wrist back and forth a little bit when I'm setting up behind a ball. A wrist waggle. Wrist, a, 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 man, that's hard to say. A wrist, wrist waggle. <laughs> a wrist waggle. A wrist waggle? <laughs> that crazy <laughs> wabbit does his wrist waggle. <laughs> uh, but it does it does seem to help. It just it keeps it helps with the timing. It helps with not getting tight because getting tight can kill the the shot you're about to do too. Right. And you know, honestly, your playing partners, all three of them, are really glad you do a wrist waggle as opposed to a butt waggle. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> and so's the cart girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's speeding on by with her very dark sunglasses on, looking away. <laughs> it hurts, it hurts. <laughs> Why do I do this job? <laughs> These tips are not worth it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, so again, it's the little things, the minutia, the, the stuff that isn't sexy, but the stuff you have to learn how to do in order to boring. make the sexy shots, man. It's you know. boring stuff, right? Well, only the first time. After it works, it is no longer boring. Trust me. True. Yeah. True. True. So I hope it helps. Hey, good night. We got more. We'll be right back. Hi, it's John Ashton. You know, my wife and I both suffer with knee pain. She's a critical care nurse and spends 12-hour shifts on her feet. And you know me, I play golf now and again. You may have heard. Well, until recently, we thought the aches and pains were a fact of life that we had to deal with. But then we tried 100% drug-free relief factor. We've been taking your convenient packets three times a day. I was skeptical at first but I'm a believer now. The Relief Factor secret is it's four key ingredients. Each one works on a different metabolic pathway to help your body heal the inflammation that causes many everyday pains. If you have everyday aches and pains too, remember Relief Factor is 100% drug-free and is designed to be taken every day so you can get out and stay out of pain. To make it easy as possible for you to try Relief Factor, the father-son founder Seth and Pete Talbert have created a three-week quick start and discounted it to just $19.95. So do what I did. Go to Relief factor.com slash golf and order a three-week quick start for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Again, to claim your three-week quick start for 1995, go to relieffactor.com slash golf. 
Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text SPARK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SPARK to 321321. That's SPARK to 321321. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. Oh, there's us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith, Golf Cave, Timbergate Golf Course. Go to facebook.com slash golf guys. Check out that video he promised he would uh, post on how you can check your own self, some things to look for. In, in the uh, the subject matter that we have been talking about so far all morning long. Also want to tell you, we have found something, man. You know how we drink when we play, whether whatever it is. Water. Something, water. Uh, yeah, some water. of us do the beer thing. Some of us, you know, whatever. Gatorade. We have found something very refreshing. It's called Arnold Palmer Spiked. Okay. It is the, the iced tea, the lemonade with a little kick. It's about 5% alcohol by volume. Okay. Not a whole lot of places have it yet. So why don't you just go to arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash golf guys and see if it's available anywhere where you play golf. And if it's not, ask the food and beverage guy at your club to stock it because it's good stuff. Everybody likes an Arnold Palmer. Everybody does. Everybody. Exactly. It's very refreshing with the with the fruit juice and the tea and it cuts through the thirst and everything. And one more thing, a little more housekeeping. Uh, still have a chance to win that piece of art, the abstract painting that we had uh, from uh, Gemma. It was pretty cool. Anderson last week. It's it was her, pretty cool. It is, and it's her impression of the ocean course. She had never seen a golf course before. She actually checked it out and was enthralled. And she's an abstract artist, and she's uh, she's just very good. Check it out. We want to give it away. Just go to Facebook.com slash golf guys. Uh, you can just click on the picture there, and you can sign up, register to win. It's that simple. Anything else you would like to tell these folks, man? Well, I think a couple things, right? Keep your head on straight before you start thinking and fishing in your golf swing for things that may be going wrong. Check out the details first, because if the details of impact are bad, well, then fix those before you start fixing the big parts like golf swing motion. Right. Check that first. Yep. Because the little things are easier to change, too. Yeah, they really are. They really are. So you can do that. And for any other tips, you can always uh, check out any of our past episodes at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. You can go to facebook.com slash golfguys. YouTube channel, you can get a bunch of videos from Jeff there. And you can also check out, what is it, jeffsmithgolfinstruction.com? That's what it is. Yes, sir. And, And then come back here every week and you will get so much better the next time you go out to play some golf. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.